Okay, we are like one week into 2024. And I don't know about you, but it feels like everybody is ready to just start a mutiny against Instagram. Everyone is sharing their goals, their marketing efforts, what they're focusing on, what they're calling in, all of that fun stuff. And hustling on Instagram is not it. And as you can imagine, I love to see it. But today in this episode, we're going to be talking about Pinterest marketing because I'm seeing more and more people express interest in it, which I love. As a Pinterest manager, if you don't know, that's my background. Our agency offers Pinterest management and it's like one of our core things. There are a few things that I think you have to have in place, specifically three things that you need or you're just going to be wasting your time. So let's dive into it. Thank you for being here. You're listening to The Kara Report, and we are a content marketing agency dedicated to empowering women to market their businesses in a way that creates lasting change. I could not be more thrilled that you're here. I'm Kara, and each week I'm sharing what I see real women in business doing behind the scenes to move the needle and make a bigger impact in their business. Trust me, it's not what you're scrolling past on Instagram. Ready to do the work? Me too. Let's get into it. Okay, so super quick before I dive into the content of the episode, I just want to say a super quick thank you to everyone who has left me a review so far or given me feedback or cheered me on in any way. Obviously, the podcast just launched last week and I am so, so, so beyond grateful for the support. Really, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so, so much. Now let's get into the episode. Okay, so that seems kind of looming, right? Like you are just wasting your time if you don't have these three things in place. But I really mean it. Like I have had a few consultation calls lately where it's like, I don't think that Pinterest marketing for whatever reason is going to work for you at this time. I don't think it's where you should put your money. And we're going to talk about all of those things today when we talk about the three things that I believe you absolutely must have in place before starting with Pinterest marketing traffic, that's your cold audience. And then you have a middle funnel that is, you know, where you nurture your audience or you walk them through like they're problem aware. Now we're getting them to be solution aware. We're getting them to know, like, trust you, right? All of that happens in the middle of your funnel. And then the conversion is obviously what you get, you know, the process in which you get them to buy. So all of that works. Pinterest is absolutely only a top of funnel platform. I sometimes consider it like a better top of funnel platform because people can save your pins and then they actually look at it later. Unlike something like Instagram, where let's be honest, when's the last time you went into your collections to like browse or find something? Probably not recently, (laughs) but arguably Pinterest works the very best in order to like to get people to find you, that's kind of like where it excels, right? So that means that you need to have something in place that does those other two very important steps if you plan on getting a monetary ROI, right? You just do. So walking you through what that looks like, let's say you are a service provider, you're going to want them to land likely on a blog post. I'm going to talk about this more in the next step, but they're going to land on something what journey are you taking them on from where they land to get them to buy? Maybe it is just like really great content on your blog. 
Maybe it is getting them from there to sign up on your email list. Maybe it's encouraging them to come find you on Instagram if you're active there, right? But basically, where are you taking them? And maybe like if you're an e-commerce business, you can definitely go straight from blog to product. If your product pages are converting well to a cold audience, right? Because Pinterest is a cold audience. They're a better cold audience because likely they found you because they were actively searching for what you're selling, but ultimately they are a cold audience. So depending on what your kind of sales process looks like, how you're converting your current traffic, or that is going to directly correlate with how well Pinterest is actually going to work for you. This is one of the biggest things. And honestly, like I feel really passionate about this as a Pinterest manager, because I've been doing this for what feels like such a long time now that I feel like I need to educate people on like Pinterest doesn't make traffic convert. Yeah. Like if we're going to get really, I like to get really granular. So like In the interest of full disclosure, there are certain things that we can do on the pin or in the description to kind of like preemptively counter objections or like do some of the kind of selling even before they click through. But really, Pinterest does best when it is just designed to drive traffic to you. Okay, so that's the first thing. You need some sort of website funnel offer that converts. If you send Pinterest traffic to a bad website, they will bounce, okay? That's why they're kind of like infamous for having a higher bounce rate, right? And that is because traffic won't stay around on a bad website. And bad website can mean all kinds of things. It can mean just bad aesthetically, right? I think when we think of a bad website, we think of something that is really dated or like ugly, not appealing to us. But it can also just be something that is not user-friendly. Maybe there's too many ads, or maybe it's just not clear that you're a service or you're a product, right? One of the best things I ever invested in early on in my wedding business was a website audit where she kind of said, if I landed on your blog, I would have no idea that you are like a destination wedding planner. I would think that you're like an informational site like The Knot or Wedding Wire or one of the many, many informational sites out there. And like you don't mention that you're a service. You don't mention that you can help, right? That insight and that tweak changed so much for me. So when I say it needs to convert first, it doesn't mean you need to burn everything down and like start again, or that this has to be like a huge undertaking, but you need to get things tweaking or be prepared to like tweak over time. Because the truth is sometimes we don't have enough data, right? If you only have a hundred people or something coming to your website every month, which not that that's nothing, but it's often not enough to kind of see if there's conversion problem, right? We need enough traffic to kind of better assess that. So Pinterest can be good for that, but that takes time. If you want Pinterest to work faster for you, which full disclosure, Pinterest takes about six months to even kind of get started, you're going to need to give it time is basically what I'm saying. Unless you have a very solid website funnel offer that converts. That's the first thing you need. Two, you need some sort of long form content 
and you need to be continuously creating. I'm recommending at this point four blog posts a month as a standard. I have some clients that do okay with just two blog posts a month, but I have one client that does eight blog posts a month, okay? So it really does depend on your goals. I'm going to say you need some sort of long form content that can be a podcast episode or YouTube, but blogs work really, really well on Pinterest. And think about you as a user. When you're on Pinterest, what kind of content are you hoping to find? It's typically a blog, something, even if you're not going to sit down and read a blog, you're going to skim it, right? I don't know how you feel, but whenever I get to a pin that leads to a YouTube channel, I'm kind of like, "Eh, that isn't really what I was looking for right now. Okay. Written content is so valuable and using Pinterest with a blog is like, I call it my dynamic duo. Like it's so effective and it's just like, I don't know, chef's kiss. Okay. So one of the things that I am like so strict on now which I wish I had always been, but you know, you learn more as you're in the industry longer is that Pinterest really will not perform as well unless we are constantly adding new links to the platform. So new links, meaning like you're not always pinning. If you're a photographer, for example, I'm not going to pin an entire gallery all going to your homepage. Okay. That's not going to convert. Well, it would be better to pin, you know, your best images from a certain wedding to a blog about that wedding. There's also kind of like this rule of 300 where every page should have a minimum of 300 words. It really depends on the content. Like for blog posts, I say really depends on the industry, but like 900 to 2000 words, really. Again, I know that's a huge range. It depends on a lot of things, which I don't want to get into right now. Happy to answer questions though, if you send me a DM. But the reason I bring up this rule of 300 is like Pinterest users don't want a landing page. So maybe you're like, I don't want to blog, but I want to build my email list. Like, will Pinterest help me build my email list? And it's like, can we just skip the blog part? Like, ideally, it would go Pinterest traffic to blog posts to email opt-in. But people are like, can I just pin to a landing page? And it's like, Yes, you can. But again, it comes down to user experience. When you're on Pinterest and you click a pin that, you know, promises to give you something and then they want your email address, do you feel good about that transaction? Probably not unless it was super clear on the pin that it would be a freebie. And the thing is, Pinterest does monitor like how a user behaves on your site. So if they bounce off right away, like again, think about your own user habits. If I click on a pin that I think is going to take me to a blog post and it takes me to a landing page, I'm probably bouncing off most of the time. If most people are doing that, Pinterest is not going to think very highly of your domain. And even if you, you know, have other pins that aren't just leading to a landing page, it can really affect the health of the whole account. So I love that you guys are focusing on Pinterest marketing this year. I think it's a good call. Like I shared on my Instagram, I don't know, like maybe a month or two ago about how it's like Gen Z is using Pinterest. Like it's the fastest growing segment on Pinterest. Like Pinterest is not going anywhere, which is so exciting to see. There really isn't a better time to hop on. Like, you know how they always say like the best time to get started is 10 years ago. Second best time is today. Like more and more people are going to be on the platform. It's going to get more competitive. Like it always does, right? And it takes a while to get started. So it's like, if Pinterest marketing is something you want, 
definitely get started. However, you just need these three things. So first thing, a sales process, whatever that looks like to you. Two, long form content and plan on continuing to create a lot of it. And then lastly, let's talk about number three, which is arguably the most important and the least exciting, which is time and or money to invest. So about a month ago, I was talking to somebody who was like, I'm really hoping Pinterest can like help support my launch that is coming up in like three to four months, which three to four months for a launch timeline is tons of time. Like this person was prepared. However, it's like in all transparency, I don't think Pinterest is going to be the best use of your like pre-launch resources because it takes about six months to start seeing momentum. And like, I recommend people plan on investing like 12 months and not that you won't see results before 12 months. You should see an increase in like impressions and saves and link clicks and like all of that should be happening well before a year, obviously. However, it does take kind of that long before, I don't know, it gets to be easier. (laughs) I don't even know if I can say that, but that's kind of like the time, like if you're, especially if you're paying like a Pinterest manager and you're obviously hoping to see an ROI right away, which I don't blame you, but Pinterest traffic is slow, especially if you have a new account. It takes a long time for Pinterest to trust your account. And I wish that it didn't. Like, trust me, nobody wishes that Pinterest was easier in the beginning more than I (laughs) and other Pinterest managers. Like I know I speak for all of us when we say we wish it didn't take six to 12 months. But the reality is in the interest of transparency, while it can work a lot quicker, like I said, there will likely be some tweaking. I said that kind of in step one, right? There will likely be some like changes and adjustments we make along the way before it's like running like a well-oiled machine. But I feel like when I tell people that they think it seems so long and yet they've been on Instagram for five years, right? Like the time passes really quickly. So I really don't want to say that as like some sort of like discouraging kind of thing. It's just like a be prepared, be prepared to keep at it, whether you're like DIYing it or hiring a Pinterest manager. It's like be prepared to keep going even when it looks like it's not working. Like don't obsess over your numbers, especially in the first like month or two, because you're just going to get discouraged and like you shouldn't. (laughs) I know sometimes humans, like we're not always logical with how we're feeling. And it's like as emotional human beings, like I don't say emotional in a bad way. It's just like when you look at the results and they're not doing what you think they should do or what you want them to do, it's really easy to get discouraged, but you can't like, if you are going to get discouraged, then you honestly should consider investing time and resources into a different platform because Pinterest just doesn't work like that. It is a great long game type of platform. Okay. So if you've listened this far, I'm assuming that we're still a go with prioritizing Pinterest this year, which I'm thrilled about. Here are just like a few bonus tips. Okay. So these aren't like the three things that you absolutely need to do. Otherwise you're wasting your time on Pinterest, which just to recap, that is a sales process that converts creating long form content continuously and time and or money to invest. 
But here are some bonus tips that will help make your start on Pinterest as successful as possible. So one, I always like when people sit down to kind of take a moment to identify their goals for their Pinterest marketing, like whether their goals really are sales. And just to kind of caveat on this, if your goals are sales and you're like, let's say a photographer, then sometimes a low number of clicks that are highly targeted is going to be enough to get you business that provides you a strong ROI. So, so often I see like, why am I not getting a million impressions or whatever? And it's like, you don't need a million impressions. If your goal is sales is to book out your wedding business and you take, let's say like, I don't know, 15 couples a year. And that's like your max. Why are you chasing thousands of link clicks a month? Right? So really, if your goal is sales, you're going to want to focus on more niche kind of keywords. So like if I'm in Boston, I'm going to be you know, keywording around like Boston wedding venues I want to work at, that kind of thing, super location targeted. If your goal is to become like a household name, industry leader in XYZ space, then you're going to need to focus more on impressions and, you know, getting and sometimes no click content, like infographics, that kind of thing, which can be really cool. Keep in mind though, sometimes that focus means slowing down sales because you're targeting a larger audience, right? Like they say to make money online, you know, have a niche. You don't need to have a niche, right? Like I'm thinking like small business owner versus content creator. Content creators maybe have less of a niche, but they have to monetize differently, right? So just keep that in mind. Sit down, think about your goals with Pinterest. And that can also help motivate you when you're kind of getting frustrated because it's, you know, month four and the platform is not loving you yet. Just to kind of like provide some inspiration because it's not all doom and gloom. Pinterest also helps blog posts rank on Google. So I talk about my wedding business a little bit. (laughs) I talked about it in some of the first episodes. We primarily use blogging and Pinterest to get all of our leads. Like, and it is in such a maintain mode. Like I maybe spend, I don't know, like two hours a month on it. And we get like a ton of business easily book out our wedding business. So that's just something to keep in mind too. Like, in my opinion, the results of Pinterest are so, so, so worth it. So I don't want to discourage anyone, but it's like, we've also been doing it for seven years. So think about what you want your business to look like. And yeah, that's just one bonus tip. (laughs) Kind of went on longer than I planned on it. Second kind of bonus tip is to just get your domain verified. Then you can get rich pins on Pinterest, which kind of just associates your profile with everything you create. It can be a great way to kind of like maintain your visibility. And then Pinterest trusts pins from verified domains more. So they're going to push you in the feed more. Third kind of quick thing is just learn how to set up your Pinterest profile for success and create boards. So if you have like food boards or something like personal boards, archive them, delete them if you want. You want your Pinterest board or sorry, your Pinterest profile to be as focused as possible. So like for me, maybe my name is going to be like the Kara Report, Pinterest marketing and blog writing or whatever I want my keywords to be. Pinterest is kind of a dicey one, but I'm just using myself as an example then I want my boards to be like content marketing strategies, Pinterest marketing in 2024, search driven, I don't know, 
I should have pulled up my own printer's profile so I could tell you exactly what it is because I should not do keywords on the fly like that. But you know what I mean? Like basically you want enough boards to set up. Like I would aim for 10 just if you're like, how many boards do I need? There's no like right number of boards, but I'm just thinking like to get you started, start with 10. I just try and make them as each one should be different. So like you don't want like, let's say content marketing, long form content as two different boards. Because when you think of the type of content that you're going to be creating, it's like you don't want everything to just kind of be exactly the same. You do want like Pinterest marketing, blogging, podcasting, whatever your content buckets, I guess, are. I hope that makes sense. Basically, just set up your Pinterest profile so that it is crystal clear who you are, what you talk about, kind of who you're attracting. So like I could have a board that's like tips for female entrepreneurs or women-owned small businesses or something like that. If you're a, I'm giving a lot of wedding industry examples, but like have a wedding board for every venue that you want to work with, right? So those are different boards in that there's not necessarily a ton of crossover content, but you know, it's still like very niche to what you're looking to attract or show up in searches for. So yeah, those are just three bonus tips just to kind of recap from the top because that went on a little longer than I thought. You are wasting your time on Pinterest marketing if you don't have one, a sales process that works, two, a plan to create long-form content regularly. And ideally, you have a bank of long-form content already ready to go. And three, time and or money to invest in this as though it is a new platform to you. Again, you spend a ton of time building your Instagram. Try and approach Pinterest with the same like willingness to stick through it when it's hard. And then also set your goals, get your domain verified, and create your profile for success. Okay, that felt like a lot. Thank you so, so much for listening to the end. Obviously, if you're looking to outsource this, my team and I would love to help you. You can find information about all of that in the show notes, but otherwise I will chat with you next week. Thank you for listening to The Kara Report. Your presence and participation mean the world to me. If today's episode resonated with you, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. It really does help our show reach more listeners like you. And hey, when you're ready to get some well-deserved help marketing your business, our agency specializes in Pinterest and blogging for SEO, and we would love nothing more than to help you increase your brand's presence and profit. Until next time, remember that your journey in business is unique and invaluable. Keep making strides and we'll be here to support you every step of the way.